This fifth Sunday of Ordinary Time continues with the scene from last week in the town of Capernaum. So Jesus, through his words and his actions, has been bringing consolation to those in need. This is quite fitting because this, town, this fishing town was known as the village of consolation or rest. Last week, Jesus was preaching in the synagogue and people were astonished because he had this authority. Jesus would then go on to clean or purify a guy with an unclean spirit. And now today, Jesus is leaving that synagogue and going over to the home of Peter. Peter's home from the synagogue was no more than a stone's throw away. And so we see Jesus go into the home, and here is Peter's mother-in-law who is sick with a fever. Jesus approaches, grabs her hand, raises her up, and she is miraculously healed. And she begins to serve. Pope St. John Paul II's words continue to play out. That communion gives rise to mission, and mission is accomplished in, in communion. And so when Peter's mother-in-law comes in contact, this communion with Jesus, she automatically and naturally wants to serve. She goes on mission. And what happens in our gospel next is what we are going to focus on today. It actually reveals a Christian paradox. One of the most common phrases our rector at the seminary would tell us is that life is living in the tension. We are being pulled between what is ideal and what is real. Ideal situations are when things turn out as we want them to. But real situations are when things don't turn out as we want them to. Usually they're unexpected. And so we see this tension in the gospel today. And so first with this ideal situation, things turning out as we would want them to. It is after sunset, and one of the basic truths of the Christian life is that Jesus is the divine physician. He always is gravitating and drawn toward those in need. And it's after sunset, and all these people are flocking around the home of Peter, those who are sick and also have unclean spirits. And what is simply going on in the heart of Jesus when he's looking at these people? The two most common movements of Jesus' heart we see in Scripture is compassion and mercy. Jesus is able to suffer with those who suffer. The pain people experience, Jesus actually experiences in his own heart. But then we also see Jesus go further. He has mercy, which is this pouring forth of healing love in human misery. And so when Jesus has this compassion and this mercy, we see that people are healed. People are freed. This is an ideal situation because the divine physician is at work. Jesus then wakes up the next morning very early and he goes to pray in a deserted place. And this is where we get into this real situation. When something doesn't turn out as we'd want it to, it's unexpected. Simon and some of the others come to Jesus and tell him, everyone is looking for you. 
And in that moment, we'd expect Jesus to go back into Capernaum to be with those who need him. Maybe there's some more people to heal. But that's not the answer Jesus gives. He says, let us go on to the other villages to preach, for this is the purpose I've come. Jesus chooses not to go back into Capernaum, but he continues on. Now, some of the disciples may be thinking to themselves, Jesus, do you not care for these people who are looking for you? Do you not care for those in need? And I think we can kind of wrestle with those questions ourselves. Jesus, I've been bringing you this prayer for years, and it doesn't seem like you're responding to it. Why aren't you healing my spouse? Why aren't you providing for my children? On top of all that, why don't you heal me? These questions that we wrestle with, the difficulty is that the answers to these questions aren't fully known usually in this life. Sometimes in the Gospels we see that Jesus heals someone physically and then he tells the rest to follow him. So not everyone is physically healed. And so what are we to do with this tension? How do we respond? Something we see with Jesus' disciples is they start to move from focusing on what Jesus can do for them to focus on how to remain with him. Disciples want to remain with Jesus no matter what, with suffering or with no suffering. And if you have ever seen the Chosen series, I think the season three, episode two, does a good job of showing this tension. Jesus just finishes speaking to his apostles about going out and being able to heal others. Jesus is sending them off to heal. And afterwards, James, known as Little James in this series, comes up to Jesus. James is using a walking stick, and he has some sort of uh, paralysis in this show. And something quite amazing about his, this actor who portrays James is that he has scoliosis and cerebral palsy in real life. And so James comes up to Jesus and says, How do you think I could heal someone else if you haven't healed me? Why don't you heal me, Jesus? And Jesus says, because I trust you. In the Father's plan, you could be healed, and that would be a powerful and amazing story. But Jesus is really inviting him into this tension. Jesus wants disciples like James to be able to trust in God's love no matter the circumstances of life. Jesus wants disciples to still be able to praise God even if they're not physically healed. And Jesus wants disciples who are able to truly be anchored in hope for eternal life. Jesus is leading them into a spiritual healing and we don't always see the physical healing take place. Jesus invites each one of us as disciples to be another Christ in this world to really share in his own life, his death, and his resurrection for the salvation of the world. And so as Jesus places his trust in us, 
May we continue to ask him to increase our trust in him.